that give the world to see Where the music's softly playing And the rhythm's gently swaying Underneath the stars in a million bars Guitars are softly saying Mexico uh, once more, it's time to go to Mexico and uh, join our correspondent there who's looking at the world from uh, Latin America, and that's John Bonfilio. Uh, John, a very good evening to you. Good evening to you too, Martin. Now, uh, as our uh, main story this week, John, um, there's an interesting fact. There has never been more cocaine on Earth uh, than there is uh, now. Explain that story to me a wee bit more. No, I've had my I've had my brain in uh, in global cocaine figures all afternoon, uh, Martin. For which many thanks. Yeah, um, <laughs> you're welcome. Go ahead, tell us about that. No, as you say, um, global cocaine production is 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 significantly up, and I've been trying to make sense a little bit of of these figures and these statistics. Essentially, um, you know, when we think about uh, cocaine production, it predominantly comes from Colombia, a little bit from Peru. Bolivia, northern Chile um, as well. But essentially, it's all small scale producers there that harvest, that grow and harvest the, the coca leaf and then produce them into you know, in small scale laboratories and then pass them on to essentially criminal organizations. And processing and distribution happens almost exclusively in Colombia with Colombia cartels, criminal organizations that then distribute it globally. Interestingly, traditional markets of Europe and, and the US and Canada down a little bit, but where cocaine has gone absolutely mental over the last few years is in emerging markets, in particular in in Asia and in what traditionally were countries that that weren't interested in um, or didn't consume you know global uh, drugs as much as as much as other uh, nations. But a, a, a telling stat is that between 2014 and 2019, uh, global cocaine production doubled, and if you look wow. at the the value of uh, cocaine production and, and drug production, and obviously this is really difficult because you know how do you measure uh, illegal illegal traffic in these yeah, things yeah. and so on. But it, but essentially you, you were looking at if you look at seizures uh, in the region of 10% of seizures are cocaine related, and it's estimated that there's a there's a global annual value there of total global uh, cocaine production of about 110 billion, 130 billion, um, and then the total drugs figure internationally is regarded as being somewhere around the, the 500 billion mark, which is essentially the, 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 the GDP of Austria. And a key point here is that that's only what cartels and criminal organizations do vis-a-vis -vis drugs. They work and operate in a whole series of other worlds and horizons, which also includes a number of other you know, illegal uh, events and, and trafficking and and structures and so on, but also a whole host of legal um, areas as well too. I mean, they're essentially massive multinationals. Um, so if you if you if we're looking at uh, global GDP, what we know about the drugs trade accounts to somewhere between two and three percent, just in terms of drugs production for the criminal organisations. So add then whatever else you want to in terms of their other incomes, and what are you looking at in terms of you know the mm. global GDP of these. Organizations, what, 6% global GDP, 8% global GDP? I mean, it's a, it's a pretty significant, uh, you know, amount of money that we're, that we're talking about. And it's no surprise then, Martin, that, you know, whenever you and I talk, I, 
uh, overemphasize the, the sheer power and scale of these of these organizations, which I regard as having tentacles basically absolutely everywhere on earth. Yeah, I mean, it does make sense because, you know, we hear when the tobacco companies, uh, because of the anti-smoking uh, movement, which is all over the developed world, so people in America and people in the UK sort of stopped smoking, you know, not a lot of people appear to smoke. And you wonder how the tobacco companies keep on going. And it's because they um, new markets open up, you know, yep. and um, Africa and China and wherever. So I suppose it's logical that, uh, you know, the drug cartels and everything would do the same thing. They find uh, find new markets, but it is interesting that uh, the cocaine trade is uh, more lively than it's been for uh, for some time. Um, climate change has been a big um, has been a big topic this week with the IPCC climate report. Uh, Latin America especially vulnerable. Tell me tell me about that. As 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 always with Latin America, anything that happens anywhere else seems to affect Latin America in an, in, in a worse state. Uh, than ever. Yeah, I mean, obviously the key indicators that we've all been reading about this uh, this week in terms of the 1.5 degree uh, centigrade temperature rise over the course of the next 20 years and the code red for humanity, you know, startling quote. But in terms of Latin America, uh, temperatures have increased in all subregions of Latin America over the course of the last 50 years and temperatures will continue to increase faster than the global average um, over that over that, that period of time as well. So, I mean, it's, it's stuff that we already know is happening that we talk about a little bit in terms of, you know, um, the natural disasters and also mm. uh, the migration from the Northern Triangle of Central America up to the US. A lot of that is environmentally driven, but, you know, the, the heaviest hurricane, the, the record-breaking hurricane season across many parameters last year, and it seems as though this year is going to break records again. We consistently talk and read about wildfires and, and flooding and so on. And this is very much not, you know, not something for the future, but something which is very present to all Latin American countries now. And actually also worth saying, I think that Latin America actually accounts for only 5% of global um, emissions. So definitely suffering more than they are, you know, than they are giving in terms of uh, in in terms of uh, CO2 into the atmosphere. Yeah, although I suppose the 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 stress at the moment is. uh is on Europe, you know, and the uh, record temperatures in uh, Sicily and the uh, wildfires uh, that are seemingly out of control in uh, Turkey and Greece. So, um, but I take your point. I take your point about the... Uh, yeah, look, and, and that's been, that's absolutely, uh, I mean, it may not have hit the news over there as much, but that's been happening across the Americas, across the Pacific Northwest as well. I mean, there's been widespread viral footage here of trout, boiling in rivers because of 40 odd wow. degree uh, centigrade in Canada would you believe wow it's um, you know it's very difficult to be a climate change uh, denier at the moment so you know increasingly so uh, yeah, although some people are sticking to it. Um, it's finally a, a sports story. Uh, Lautaro Martinez, have I pronounced his first name anything like it should 100%, be? A hundred percent, a hundred percent once again, Martin. Excellent. Um, being lined up by Spurs if uh, Kane uh, goes. Apparently, yep. Um, the, the, the next best Argentinian that nobody's heard of uh, might be hitting the, the, the Premier League soon. I mean, I say nobody's heard of him, but he... You know, this last year, he, he won the, uh, the 
the championship in, in Italy with, with Inter Milan and just, you know, on the back of the Copa America with, with Messi and Sergio Aguera in, 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 um, in Brazil and so on. So he's definitely, you know, fairly well known across these parts, even though he's, he's a 23 year old and has only been at Inter for, for a couple of years, but he seems to be regarded as being, you know, the complete kind of, um, Harry Kane, Mark Hughesian, uh, Romelu Lukaku kind of, uh, forward, a big, strong, holds the ball up. Uh, is able to take on defences and so on. So the word on the street, certainly in the Italian media, is that if Kane goes, that uh, that Lautaro Martinez is on his way to Spurs for about 90 million. But we'll we'll see whether that you know actually takes place or not. Yeah, well, of course it depends on what, what happens to uh, to Harry Kane. You know that's still not settled. Still managing to keep the uh, back pages of the papers uh, occupied. Um, thanks uh, ever so much, uh, John. Do appreciate it, and we'll talk again next week if that's okay. No problem. Take care. Good man. Um, there we go, John Bonfilio, our man in uh, Mexico. Uh, next.